Thank you for joining us for another night of Dungeons and Dragons. I am your host and Dungeon Master Kenny. I have with me a core member, well, four core members of our party. Starting with, with that limited to our bard. Hey, this is Lauren. I will be playing Vala the Asimar Bard. Our rogue. Hello, this is Elise. I play Leonara the Furbog Rogue. Our fighter. Hey everyone, this is Nick Asnalos, the Triton Fighter. And our Druid. Hello, this is Clay. I'm playing Crack. Druid. So, when we last left off, our party had just sort of overcome the Florius family of Port Linvas, with the assistance of the other three great houses of the town, and had been offered a feast and drink and good fortunes and all that jazz for what they've done for the town. So, it's well through the evening of merriment. You guys have received a keg of beer, a keg of wine, plenty of food to indulge in. Um, anything that you do in particular with this evening, other than just some simple merriment and probably a nice hard sleep? Um, uh, if I have some time, Nalos wants to go over and talk to Roderick the Pitless for a little bit. Uh, he's still very aggravated at this point of the night that the um, Thrykeen that he was conversing with while dead seems like to switch on him from being willing to come back to the land of the living, but then not. Ah, okay. Well, then I'll, I'll probably give him a little bit of time to to settle down and relax over that. Okay, the sun rises. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, I'm canning. I'm, I'm assuming you don't want to wait that long. No. Nah. I'll, I'll give him a bit to, to settle down and then go back over. Uh, uh, Roderick, can, can I ask you a question? You... You seem like you know a lot of magic, and a lot of people around here do, and I don't, but I, I think it would be really helpful if, if I could learn some. Do you, do you know how I could maybe get started on figuring out some of that? He is completely unaware of your talking to him at first, but you keep through it, mm-hmm. and after you get to the point of your message that you want to learn magic, he perks up almost as if someone dropped blood in the water and he was a shark. And he looks to you with sort of bright eyes, sort of renewed vigor for the evening and goes, Oh, well that is excellent. But mm, do. mm, Okay. So there's a couple of different ways that you can learn magic. The important one is, and he just, like, reaches towards your chest. Do you Mm -hmm. stop him? Nah. He plunges his hand into your chest, but you feel no pain. You can feel his hand, like, manipulating you on the inside. Like, you can feel him push one of your lungs to the side and, like, Mm -hmm. raise your heart up. It's very unnerving, but not painful. Okay. And then you feel him, like, pinch something that's not in you. It just, it's within you, but it's not, like, a part of you. You don't feel any sensation to it. Right. 
but you can feel his hand like forming a pinch and he goes and he like pulls his hand out and like shakes it even though there's nothing on it he goes nope Mm -hmm. you're not born with any innate talent for magic so you will not be needing well yes no no you won't I could if if you had the uh, calling to arcane tendencies I could have just turned it on and you would have become a variable font of magical prowess but it's not within you it's not in everybody but it is in some people um so I suppose you will have to learn the old-fashioned way or you could learn the cheating way like your kinku friend did by calling out to a supreme being of some caliber and begging for power. It does work most of the time. Your Kinku friend is a fantastic example of that, I think. It's still yet to be seen. But as for now, he's a good example of doing that correctly. I I don't think I, I want to make any more deals with things. We just had... The, the Lifusono elder take that kind of power out and I don't I mean it it was nice but it seems like it can easily lead someone astray and I don't I don't really want that oh absolutely I mean most of the time that's the idea is to be led astray from why you wanted the power to begin with so you could use the power for the reason that they want you to use the power for to begin with but that's not generally the same reason that you want to use it for them to begin with so learning the hard way you need books. Lots of good books. Some of the best books you can find are going to be really boring. Okay. I've I've read a I've read some books, a good bit of books. They don't they don't last real long where I'm from, but but we find them every now and then. And I I tried to read a, a lot of them. Well, be prepared to read the same book a lot and then read other things that are like books but are shorter. I think you people call them scrolls. You should oh. also read those. We had some, and then some, like, forest witch woman said that they were terrible, and she ripped them all up. Interesting. But that's where you're going to start. Okay. So I should I should get a book. Well, not just any book. You're going to need to find another person who uses a book to cast their magic, and then ask oh. them where they got their book. Or if you can have their book, or if they can have something, you're going to need a beginner steps. So like a smaller book or a book that's not filled, something. But don't just buy a, a simple book with the blank pages. It's it, it needs to be strong because magic is some of the most powerful stuff I've ever seen. And I've seen some stuff. Most of it was pretty powerful. Okay. Do you know where I can get one of those books? Um, You can't go to where I went because I cheated. Not with, like, another thing. I cheated to get the book that I started with. Oh, okay. I wonder if Chet has a book. Oh, I'm sure he's got books. I mean, the way he has, like, the ability to talk with no tongue or vocal box. Like, that's magic alone. So you know he's up to it. That's true. Never thought about it, but he doesn't have a tongue or anything else. There's nope. Just, it's just a skull. Huh? Mm-hmm. wonder how he sees. With his eyes. 
Mm. Okay. You'll be able to understand st- that kind of stuff when you're older and you've read too many books. Gotcha. Okay. Well, then I'll just make sure that I ask Chet the next time we see him, which probably won't be too long from now. Hmm. Yeah. Good luck. Oh. Do you... Were you... Mm, never mind. He sort of it's... turns... Oh. Do, do you need help with anything else? No, 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 no. But don't do the magic you see I do because it took me a long time to get this good. And if you try and do the magic you've seen me been doing, you're going to do it wrong and someone's going to die probably for the second time. And that's a bad time. Oh, okay. All right. I will keep that in mind. Well, thank thank you for all the information, uh, Roderick. It's it's been really helpful, mm-hmm. and um, hopefully we run into each other again. I'll put my hand out to to shake hands. Oh, I've already seen it. We're gonna meet at least twice more. He shakes your hand. Oh, excellent. Okay. Yeah, but <sighs> not all of your friends are there. Uh, oh, that's concerning i wouldn't worry about it okay well it's it's been a long day i think i'm gonna gonna grab a drink and and go ahead and try to get some sleep absolutely good luck and uh yeah i will do those things that i just said Hmm. anyone (laughs) else have any interactions they want to go on for the night no i'm good okay nope Lenara? Leonara? No. All right. Fast forward to the morning, and you guys are waking up. It's nice and proper late in the morning. It helps make the wine go away. And uh, there's a small level of feast left to indulge the morning hunger or thirst. But the library is entirely empty. 23 and 18 are nowhere to be seen, same with Roderick the Pitless, and presumably Mel is around, but not in the main part of the library. Uh, well... Should probably load up on some supplies real quick and make our way back to the capital. I'm sure we have more work to do. Where's all of our mounts? A while. Where's all your what? Mounts. Maps? Mounts. mounts. I don't know. Oh, mounts. Uh, in the stable. Wherever that is. In relation to you. I don't know. Where, wherever we left them. <laughs> yeah. It's at the stable that's by the, uh, by the fountain. Yeah. It's the same place that Poke we got his hooves shined. Right. So, do you all suit up and go for that? Sure. Yeah, I can't really think of anything else we should do here, and we should probably be on our way. Okay. In addition, you guys go and do whatever mundane shopping that you chose to do between sessions. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
anyone buy anything of note with that that I should know about? No. Just um... No, I don't think so. Okay. I, I don't think I've used any of my healing potions recently. So. So you guys go to pick up your mounts, except for Chesapeake, who was, I believe, closer at hand before all that. Yeah. Uh, from the main stable. And you notice there's a bit of a commotion going on in the town center. As I mentioned before, when you all arrive to the port, there's this huge statue of the four houses, um, sort of all, like, respecting each other's presence. Uh, that has changed there is now a huge crowd on one side of the um, town square. All elves. And they seem to be in shackles of one sort or another. And most of them are on their knees or sitting just in one way or another. They seem to be in, uh, you know, subdued. And there are large chains that have been wrapped around the Feloria statue of the fountain. And you can see a representative from the other three families standing on a pseudo-podium, like a sort of thrown-together stage above near the uh, fountain. There's a bit of a speech going on. Uh, you guys have seemed to miss the introductions or the beginning parts, but... You catch the the meat of the message, and it's essentially the three houses that remain are offering the remaining elves of the Felorius household and any other elves that have lived in this town an opportunity to break their ties with the house that, you know, for better or for worse, was a part of their life. If they grab those chains and assist the other houses in dismantling the Felorius family from that statue, they will be forgiven, everything will be returned to them as they were before, and any crimes they committed in the name of the Felorius family will be forgotten and, and put to rest. And so, it, without a doubt, every single member of the, that elven sort of crowd stands up and grabs the chain and begins to pull and pull and pull until the statue is ripped off the fountain uh, and lies mostly sundered in the gravel and stone of the town square. And with that, there's cheers and joy. And you can see the people that were, you know, essential to that. Those elves are, have their bindings removed and are, sort of blessed, you know, widely by one of the members of the Lifusono family. And the hearth home brandishes uh, a symbol of the, the town and loudly declares that they are all, again, free and innocent members of Portland Voss. And there's another round of cheering and so forth. Yay. Wow. So no none of the uh elves refuse to 
uh, renounce their claims? None of the ones that were present, no. Okay. It seems fair to me. All right, so you all get your mounts and go, I take it. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, well, I suppose back to the capital. I guess that's where we're going. Yeah. Gotta get our next contract. Alright, so do you guys have enough rations to feed yourselves for the three days or so travel? Yep. 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 Nice resupplied. So the majority of your travel back to Felwyn Capital is pretty relaxed. I mean, you, you know, wake up, take a nice leisure time with your camp, get on your mounts, ride most of the day. And when the sun starts to get low, you either take to a tavern off the side of the road or, uh, you know, camp if there's none such available. And if you do go to a tavern, it's a relatively, you know, modest scenario where... Uh, Vala offers to sing. You guys get free room and board. Yada yada yada. It's, you, you guys have began to stop in the same sort of inns over these roads now a couple of times. So, I mean, you're even beginning to get recognized as sort of, and you hear people refer to you as, oh, the the hands oh, the, of the, the capital. Yeah, the heroes of the capital so. are are back. hope we would be gloating in recognition, but, well, he's not here tonight, so. So nobody recognizes him. <laughs> they recognize the four of us. But you all imagine you're just about a full day or so out from the capital, and you see there is a semi-destroyed carriage some distance mm-hmm. off the road to the north. It's kind of far. I mean, if it wasn't for Karak's keen eyes that always look around for anything of interest, you probably wouldn't have noticed it. So now that I do notice it, it looks like a carriage, did you say, overturned? Yes. Um, is it, Are there, like, plants grown over it? Does it look like it's been overturned for a long time? Uh, without a deeper look, it's kind of hard to tell from the road. There's a lot of foliage in the way. Um, I mean, I- I'm down to take a closer look. Yep. Maybe somebody needs help. Yep. Let's go. All right. Um, I'm going to, like cautiously walk up to it okay uh can i do like a perception well um, i'll ask the party for a nature a medicine and a perception check only one person take each uh i I'm, i'm good at medicine or perception i can not terrible at nature I'm good at perception. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll do medicine then. Okay. All right. I'll just chill here. <laughs> so look pretty. All right. So who got what? 
got an 11 on perception. Okay. Hopefully you guys do better. Uh, 15 medicine. And 11 nature. Okay. So you guys sort of have to move through some heavy brush to arrive at the overturned cart. Mm-hmm. And don't see a whole lot much to it, really. Uh, but it's pretty evidently clear right away that uh, it seems to be a merchant carriage of some sort that has been taken off the road and pitched over. You see that the carriage itself seems in pretty good pretty good condition. It's not um, damaged or brutalized in any way. Even so much so that the very decomposed, I mean, mostly bones at this point, horses are still in their bridles uh, and harnesses attached to the wagon. Are their tack any better than ours? Even in its, like, you know, gross state. Um, what part of that system would be the tack? I'm not familiar. Any of it, saddle, bridle, oh, rein. Like, like any of it? Not really. I mean, these these are these are driving horses. They, they don't have proper saddles on them. I mean, you might find one or two of the straps in better condition than what you're using, but not really. All of this is useless. None of it can fit a crap. <laughs> So we don't see any signs of weapons or a struggle? Well, I was just about to get to that, actually. Oh, uh, all right, I'll be... No, you... <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> no, you're fine. I appreciate you pushing me in a direction, because that lets me know what you guys are interested in. Uh, but no, you don't find any signs of a struggle or strife. Just it, it, it's, it seems almost like this cart wandered off the road and then fell over. Hmm. Um... <clears throat> So is this a cart um, that has like a covered wagon part that I can look in or are there any? Okay. Um, I will look in it. So amongst all of the somewhat discarded, maybe rotten bags of grain or other foodstuffs, there seems to be a rather sizable, like locked chest that is locked with a semi ornate key or uh, key lock. Other than that, almost everything is either deteriorated away or looks like common store wares that you could get anywhere. I'm going to look at uh, Leonara and raise my eyebrows and be like, I wonder what's in there. I'm going to be two steps ahead of her and already looking at it. <laughs> um, so you're investigating the chest? Yep. Uh, as you sort of begin to manipulate the chest... Uh, you can feel it. It doesn't move. It's almost as if it's lodged in something. Is there a lock anywhere on it? Well, yeah, to open it. I want to use my finger. Um, okay, so as you're, like, manipulating the chest, what was clearly invisible until now materializes. It's the... It, assume an owner of the chest except he's incredibly dead um, and is holding the chest as if it was as a child that he was protecting and his skeleton and clothes seem relatively simple except the skull 
of his head is has been eaten away almost by what looks like like pitch and mold like like imagine as if something took a bite out of his skull and the edges of where it hit are blackened but not like burned away like eaten away huh is this a normal thing in the woods any of you no no this is definitely pretty spooky okay just wanted to be like talk to him the ghost who well well, i'm sorry i i see oh, oh oh no okay it's just the skeleton holding onto the thing um sorry i thought that's like a dead person just like materialized in well, front of us no they did Holding yeah, I, the chest. I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was sentient. Oh, okay. No, it's a corpse for sure. Maybe. Um. Well, I want to make sure, so I'm gonna be like, uh. I attack the gazebo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Your friends are cast aside by a magnanimous wave of force. You must face the gazebo alone. Uh, don't worry. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's okay. <laughs> it's like a weird meta meme D and D joke from a long ass time ago. Yeah. Okay. Ask about it later. I'll, I'll explain after session. Cool. So, what do you do, Leonora? Um, I was trying to say hi to the skeleton to see if it says hi back. Uh. It's almost as if responding to you, but just like comedic timing, it's not actually responding to you. It's top half of the skull like slacks back as its jaw rests in place. And like a single moth flies out. Um, Leonara and Vala make charisma saving throws. All right. Oh man, I rolled my perception check on a D twelve. No wonder I didn't. I got a twenty one. Okay. Let me dig out an actual D twenty. Sorry. Hey, that eleven was pretty good for a D twelve. Um, I also like. All right, I'll I'll wait until we see. Uh, thirteen. What did you want to say? Follow? Oh, nothing. I'm good. Okay. So, um, the one moth flies out, and then another, and another, and another, and another, and another, and another, until there is a pillar of moths flying out of the skeleton's mouth. Uh, they begin to fly and flutter all over the place. Uh, and Vala, uh, you see this for what it truly is. Uh, which is just a single moth flies out, and then Leonara runs out of the carriage screaming. So I see just a single moth? Yes. So from what you can tell, your friend is unnecessarily terrified of moths. All right. um, I'm going to be like, I mean, it was spooky, but not that spooky. Come on, it was just one moth. You afraid of moths? So spooky. Um, do I 
sense any. No, I don't have. Um, can I roll a perception check or an arcana check to see if I sense any any magic going on? Let's go with an arcana check. Arcana. Oh. Well, I rolled a three. So. All right. Well. You guys having trouble in there? What's what's going on? It's at this point that, Leonara, you see a gigantic moth. All of the moths that were filling that carriage have coalesced into a single moth the size of, like, one of Chesapeake's pincers. And it's, like, perched on Vala's shoulders, and it's reaching down with a huge pair of mandibles to bite her in the head. Jeez, um... Sorry, Vala, but I'm gonna be smacking you in the upside of the head. You know, and I want to go to like hit it away. Okay, so you like draw your weapon? No, I mean I can't like shoe at it. Well, yeah, but what do you shoot at it with? Shoe. What do you shoe it away with? My hands. Okay. Uh, it bites you instead. Oh. And hits. Do I see any of this? You see her, like, cautiously approach you and swat at your head. Uh, Leonara, take 13 psychic damage. Uh, But as she, like, swats at above your head, you hear her scream and grab her forearm. uh, And, like... As if she had just been struck by something. Um, I'm going to call out for help. Something's going on down here, guys. So if anybody's, like, not down here. Yep. I'll, uh, I guess jump off of Chesapeake to the, uh, the cart. Like, try and get inside see what's going on. All right. Make a charisma saving throw. Cool. Thing for you, Karak, if you go. Yeah. Uh, Birdman to the rescue. Or maybe not. (laughs) 14. Okay. I got a 19. Okay. So you, much like uh, Vala, see nothing going on. However, uh, Nalos, you don't see either of your friends. You see the inside is almost filled with like a dark, watery liquid. And then amongst the dark water three red eyes in a vertical pattern gleam and several large tendrils begin to pierce out of the dark water towards you. Um, you are frightened. Okay. <laughs> Am I frightened beyond just being scared? Yeah, I should have specified frightened. You're not scared. You're as the condition frightened. <laughs> Um, um, I'm gonna be like, yeah. guys. There's nothing to be scared. Nothing's here. Nothing's here. Moss, Mothra, Moss. Uh, I don't. I don't. What? There's. Are you guys okay? Has the road gotten to you? So, so hold on. I don't Where's see. Mothers and start speaking like I'm talking I'm, to dumb kids. I'm moth going to right there. It's a moth. I'm going to uh, uh, 
moderately, gently slap Leonora in the face and say, pull it together, man. Um, <laughs> you see that the moth has its mandibles in Vala's head and it seems to be controlling her as your friend draws her hand weapon that she owns. I actually don't know. Do you own a hand weapon, Fala? Um, my hands are pretty precious. I don't tend to fight with them. Uh, I own a rapier. Okay, but like, yeah, you have a weapon on you is my point. Yeah. Okay, I didn't... <laughs> I didn't want to like make up that you had a sword. I mean, it is an illusion. I mean, that's correct. <laughs> presume but, I presume. But it, maybe can but, yeah. can i drop to like the ground and grab my shield off my back and just kind of like cower yes laying on the ground with it in front of me yes and i presume okay. like a small toddler like hold, like trying to pretend how to fight you're also uh-huh. holding your trident like out in front yeah. weekly <laughs> yep uh so you see the moth has planted its mandibles into Vala's bleeding skull and is seemingly controlling her as she lunges forward with her rapier and cuts at you. Which hits. You suffer 12 more psychic damage. Uh, So you slap her. And you just see her, like, fall to the ground as if you, like, hit her with the hand of God. Damn. <laughs> Damn, Vala. Look at her, like, betrayed eyes. Vala. No, I'm so sorry. Karak, any uh, action? Doing yeah, kind I of have, bad here, guys. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Gotta get the strange cork of the alchemy jug. Right. Yeah, brings out. I don't understand what's going on here. Hey, what? Nalos, what? What are you doing? Do I see Karak at least? Yeah, you see him, okay. but he's wrapped up in one of the tentacles. Uh. Can I throw my trident at what I think the tentacle would be? Yes. <laughs> let, let go of my friend. And uh, I'll throw the trident in that direction. All right, roll to hit. Uh, that's a 22. All right, Karak, I would ask for your AC, but I don't think that 22 is it. No. Um. So you, th- you throw and adjust at the last second, recognizing, oh, the easiest place would be where it's wrapped up multiple times. And then you throw your trident right into the middle <laughs> of Karak. Uh, roll damage. You lucked out. That was only five damage. <laughs> you have a trident in you. <laughs> ah! All right. Enough of this. I'm going to cast... Um, sleep, I think. Okay. I, I'm debating between sleep and hold person. Um, I'm going to go for sleep. I'm going to cast sleep on <clears throat> um, 
At least uh, on Nalos. Let me just pull it up. It's like it's you roll a bunch of points. d8s and then creatures <sighs> well, under that hit point pool fall asleep. Yeah, I'm going to cast it at... Um, second level. Okay. So that is 78. I'm pulling up a dice roller because I don't have that many. <laughs> you don't have 78 lying around? Come on. No, what a ca filthy casual. Jeez. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Um this why would I think this would work? Um <laughs> I, I rolled a 24. Nalos, what's your hit points? 43. Okay. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Okay. But you do cast sleep. Uh, and I'll tell you why it doesn't work because it's not because you didn't roll enough. So you perform the gestures and speak the incantations and then you sort of, you know, gesture your hands forward to cast the magic out from you. And you realize you feel, you feel your hands, specifically your each of your fingers feel heavy and they sort of give a little bit against their knuckles. And then you see almost as if small little black balloons tied to each of your fingers and you see them like inflate a little bit and then you realize these things are alive they're almost like leeches attached to your fingers that are drinking your magic um I want to yank them off okay <laughs> you easily remove them and they sort of pop and explode with gross, splorchy sounds. Uh, okay. Was, was that a thing that was just visible to to everyone? Uh, just to her. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna be like, ah, oh, guys, something really weird's going on here. Something's trying to like take my magic or something. I don't know. Uh, I think we should move away. Uh, That's probably a good idea. Come on, run away, <laughs> run away time. Duh, I'm gonna start running away. Everybody <laughs> join me. I mean, the person who's saying run away also just tried to attack me with a sword. So I'm gonna see if anybody else runs away with her first. No, you're paralyzed with fear. I was going to say, I don't know how all this plays out from my perspective. Uh, it's pretty similar to reality, mostly, uh, okay. except you don't see the inside of the carriage at all. Right. So as far as you know, you like curled up through your trident at Karak <laughs> and have just been like cowering behind your shield. Yep. Do you yeah, like call for um, Chesapeake or anything? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would call out for Chesapeake. So, 
Do I see the little black things on my hands anymore? They never did. No, do I? Oh, you do you see like the splattered little remains that you like stomped and broke up? Okay, do I feel any different? Do you feel a little tired more than you should from just a simple sleep spell? Read that as you're missing two first level spell slots. Bummer. Okay. Um <laughs> Uh, can I tell that? I, so I don't want to be meta, right? But can I tell that my companions are frightened? I mean, you can tell that two of your companions are not acting like their normal selves. Okay. Um. <clears throat> I mean, Karak has a trident in him, which is <laughs> not exactly in his normal repertoire. But you can tell that he's like surprised and in pain about that. So, uh, in. In in retreating, um, I would like to cast heroism at second level and and touch um, uh, Nalos and uh, Leonara and be like, "Come on, we gotta go!" All right, what's heroism do? Um, it it gives you. Um, <clears throat> Hold up. Do I? Thought I did. Is it in a different window? Yes. Okay. Um, uh, the creature is immune to being frightened and gains temporary hit points equal to your spellcasting ability modifier. Okay. So you have to make a ranged, or sorry, you have to make a touch attack. Not a touch attack. You have to make a melee touch to Leonar because she's frightened of you. So you trying to touch her is not something she's going to uh-huh. let you do. No, no, why are you punching me? So, make an an unarmed attack against her, basically. Okay, Um, I'm not entirely sure how... Is that just like a raw attack? Yeah, just make an attack roll with your strength. Sure. Does she have disadvantage because she's frightened? No. You're trying to hit her. Um, So what do I add to that? Just your attack bonus or I guess your proficiency and your strength alright well I'm not very strong so I got an 11 uh, what's your AC Leonora 19 oh shit. your AC is 19 yeah man moderately armored I'm in half plate and a shield I'm squishy well you wouldn't have your shield out right now okay well Seventeen. I don't know if yeah. that would make it. Then. Oh, seventeen. All right. Well. Yeah, you you forget, man. Your swashbuckler rogue is one of your front frontline fighters. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. No, you reach to touch her, and she knocks your hand away, and you lose her as a target for the spell. Um. Can I try Nalos? Yeah. No, you can touch Nalos easily. He's not afraid of you. Okay. I don't even know you're there. It's true. You just sort of see, you feel a warmness on your shoulder or wherever she's touching you, and then everything sort of clouds away. Karak drops out of the tendrils' grasp. The caravan becomes empty with its normal goods and such, uh, and you can see your trident is in Karak's chest. 
Karak, I'm 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 so sorry. Uh uh should, <laughs> should, should I pull that out? Yeah. It's at this time Chesapeake rampages onto the scene and like looks at you, sees you're terrified, make a handle animal check. Okay. Gotta double check how good or bad I am at that. If I remember, you're pretty good. Uh, you know, only because of proficiency. 16. Okay. Ooh. So Chesapeake can tell that you're, you're, you've been, you know, traumatized of some caliber. And she grabs you in her pincer, places you on the saddle, and then turns her attention <laughs> to something on top of the carriage and bashes something with her pincer. A loud, audible thump hits a nearby tree so hard that the tree creaks and bends. Good job, girl. I don't know what you did, but good job. Taking this trident out of me. Chesapeake, <laughs> save the day. All right, do, can I look and see what thumped? Do I see anything? You see a large depression in a bunch of the nearby bushes. Like, you saw Chesapeake hit something, you heard the thump, and the tree creak, and then now there's this huge depressed pile of brush. And uh, a lot of thick blue liquid on the ground. Am I still friends? Yes, terrified. So both of everything and of Lala? Well, she's the main source of your fear, but you're basically paralyzed at this point. Okay. Uh, uh, Let me know when it gets around to me being able to do something. Okay. I don't... I don't. I don't want to mention it again, but uh, I do think we should make a hasty retreat. Not going anywhere with you. <laughs> um. So something that is presumably invisible just hit a tree, and, and is clearly no, still just dis- like disrupting a bunch of bramble. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll. Uh, I'll, I'll cast dis, dispel magic at at that area. Okay. See if see if anything happens there. Sure. Um. Okay. Yes. It dispels up to third level. Dispels up to third level. Um, Does anyone offhand know what greater invisibility spell level is? Uh, I need three. But I think there's like a caveat to dispel magic. There where like is. he has to make a, a check. Oh, I know uh, that. As an attempt. Okay. I'm just trying to see if dispel magic would immediately get rid of greater invisibility because spoilers. I don't believe so. Regular invisibility is second level. I think greater invisibility is much more. Yeah, I think it's fourth or fifth level. It's not yeah. much higher. Um, hold on. Let's go and do a quick old Google search here. I got it. It is a fourth level. Yes, it is. So, um... All right, so you got to make a dispel check, DC 14. Yeah. Okay. Ability check using my spell casting ability. Where's my spell casting ability? It's your wisdom. Wisdom. Yeah. 
Well, I got a 22. That'll do it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So you dispel the invisibility, and what is revealed is a large, almost the size of a hippopotamus torso. Huge, leathery mass that remin- that like looks like an engorged leech. Ooh. It has a huge, gaping, toothless maw. And it seems to be wounded and is dripping this gross blue liquid out of its side. Man. Can I see this as well? Yes, everyone can, except for Leonara, who's still terrified with fear. Ugh, what is that thing? Does, does anyone know what that is? I'm gonna shoot it. Alright, what do you shoot it with? Mm, my crossbow does such little damage, but I'm worried about <laughs> using magic against it. Why do you keep trying to attack me with various weapons? Go away. <laughs> I'm going to shoot it with my crossbow. Okay. I rolled a 16. You hit. Sweet. We find a d8. Uh, four damage. Great. Nice. Nalos, you're up. Okay. Uh, now that I can see the thing, too. Uh, I'm going to tell Chesapeake, let's hunt it down, and I'll reach down uh, behind my saddle and grab that crystal lance, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm going to charge at it and make my attacks. Okay. I'm yeah. assuming I can reach it in time? Oh, yeah. Okay. It's not that far. Um, is it smaller than Chesapeake? I want to say it's about the same size. All right. Then I don't have advantage. Ooh, that's a huge gross thing. As I said, like it's the size of a hippo. Uh, 14? Uh, that hits. Okay. Where is die I'm looking for? Uh, that's 10 damage. Okay. And second attack is Don't you get 21. bonus shit for attacking with a lance like that at first? For the first one? Mm-mm. Okay. Nope. Sorry, second attack is a what? 21. Yeah, that'll hit. Roll damage. Uh, quick math, 13. Uh, so 10 and 13? Yeah. All right. So you're two thrusts easily in this thing's miserable existence. Uh, it seems to expire on your lance mm-hmm. and like visibly deflates to like half of its size. I helped. Uh, Leonara, you're no longer frightened and paralyzed. Yeah. And almost like everything is to you as it actually is. All right. So... Any of you know what it is? Uh, Do I know what it is? 
I don't know. Do you know what it is? What? What was this? Uh... I'm gonna Knowledge. guess. This is like an Arcana check, isn't that what I had to do for the Aboleth? Yes, but the Aboleth was an aberration. I don't know. This is some kind of strange, monstrous something or other. Uh huh. Can I just do a straight intelligence check? Sure. Okay. That's 15. You don't know exactly what this creature is, but it seems to be some sort of distorted creature that feeds off of magic and has some level of either pheromonic effect or a mild understanding of illusion magic to be able to create the effects that it was doing before. Hmm. I don't know. Some weird thing. Hmm. But that's it's weird. I'm gonna go over to it and poke it a couple times to make sure it's dead. Yep. (laughs) Each time you poke it, it oozes a little more, little more blue grossness. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I get out a bottle. Okay. Damn it. I would like a bottle of blue grossness, please. Yep, you have a bottle of blue grossness. Sweet. Um, One bottle I, of blue grossness. I want to go back to the chest and see if I can uh, open it now. Uh, there's still a skeleton holding it. Do you re- not remove the skeleton first? Oh, uh, yeah, I'll do that first. So you remove the owner of this chest, and you notice that he has a ring on that seems particularly interesting. It has a set in blue pearl in a silver band. I love kamikaze dress-up. I take the ring. Okay. You now are holding the ring. I feel like putting it on is a bad idea. But I want to be crazy. So if something goes terribly wrong, we'll just cut off another finger. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I put it. I put it on my key finger, which isn't technically a finger. Okay, nothing happens. Yeah, I'm super pretty. Um. <laughs> okay, now can I get into the chest? Are you using your key? Yes. All right. Pick a number. Pick a range of twenty-five, amongst zero to a hundred. Seventy-five to hundred. The key does not work. Uh, okay. Um, I use just normal lock picks. All right. Make a check for it. Oh, uh, what do I add to that? Uh-huh. Elise. What? Come on. That's just my decks. It's a slight of hand check. Oh, okay. Yes, which is just my dicks. All right, 18. 
Okay. You are able to open the chest and are given a piece of homework to Google search how you do this check in the future. I want you to write it down somewhere. Okay. The rogue should know how to open shit. All right. You open the chest and it seems to be just filled with gold coins and small gemstones. Just seems to be filled with wealth. That Skelly put a lot of work into guarding just money, but you know, maybe he was just greedy. So can I take like the chest out with me? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. and it's kinda heavy, right. but that's fine, I'm strong. Uh, I'm going to take the chest out and be like, guys, look, I found money and a pretty ring. The key, the ring limplessly or limply dangles from her key finger. Huh. Well, that's good. I guess. I mean, is it stealing if they're dead? No, of course not. It's okay. reducing, reusing, and recycling, Nalus. I don't think any of those words mean what you think they mean, but okay. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. How much money did we get? So you like dump it out and like divvy it up? Yeah. Okay. So divvying out the coinage, you find that there's about 250 gold coins amongst it all. All right. And you can see that the chest is only half its size. Like, it's only half as deep as the box itself would lead to believe. That's silly. That's a lot of wasted space in a chest. Uh, Can I search for a, like, hidden chamber or hidden... You know, switch that I have to hit to reveal the rest of the chest. By golly, you could with an investigation. Yeah. Embarrassing photo of Chet at the Christmas party. My God. Uh, fifteen. Uh, you do find a mechanism that's holding this chest secondary secret compartment at bay. However, it does not seem like a simple lock is what's keeping it there. It seems to be like a sort of depression that you would insert something into. Perhaps my key? Or my new uh, ring? Do you try to do that? Yes. Okay. You put the key in the depression and the walls of the chest sort of wrap up as if they were made out of paper around the key and crush the key and fly up into the air in front of you and then a few feet away in front of you and then a sizable portal opens up uh guys uh what 
Uh, what does the portal look like? Um, if I see it? it, you do. I'm I'm sure. Shit! I'm forgetting my own lore. Fuck. Portals are bad. There. Teleporting's bad. Uh, it seems to be of a floral, a, a like ring, and inside seems to be a sort of glade with golden sunlight. Huh. Maybe oh, there's more treasure inside. Maybe. Can I get the ring back, or it was crushed? The ring is destroyed. And um, I walk towards the portal. Oh, did I mention that there's a wand at the bottom of the chest? No. Oh. <laughs> There's a wand at the bottom of the chest. I take the wand. <laughs> you have the wand. Guys, <clears throat> somebody tell me what this wand does. Uh, well, I think we have it looks more. like a stick to me. Yeah, we'll uh, can figure that out in a minute. There's a portal here. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna step over the boundary of the portal. Oh my god, she went in. (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing it! Alright, so you step a foot into the portal, and everyone else can see your foot on the other side of the portal as you walk through. Um, you can feel a warm, the warmth from the sunlight bask over your leg, as you can tell. It's definitely in a different place. The weather where you're at right now isn't bad by any stretch, but this almost feels like you're stepping into, like, the middle of spring on a beautiful day. Okay, I step back. Okay. Can I go back? Yes. All right, I look at, I, I look at everyone, and I, I shrug, and I... Oh, seems fine. <clears throat> Okay. I'm gonna step back over. Completely or just one foot? Um what do you think, guys? Oh no, you said it it seems yeah. like it's okay. Seemed okay to me. Anybody else wanna go over with me? Yeah. Alright. Can Chesapeake fit through this portal? Yes. Alright. And we're going. Trusty Steve. All right. Um, with with my companions gathered uh, at with me, I will fully step over. Okay. Come on, crack. It'll probably be fun. What could go wrong? Uh, we could be eaten by interdimensional horrors. Yeah, probably. Yeah, but I that mean, didn't happen the last time. I mean, it almost did, but like you summoned a bunch of things and it ate them instead, and we got out. So uh, I it'll be fine. Uh, can I have Chesapeake reach out and grab Crack? <laughs> <laughs> Do you resist this at all? 
Uh, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. So you all walk through the portal, and Karak is carried through the portal. Mm-hmm. And you guys are all standing in the middle of this sort of open glade in the middle of another forest. Uh, the sun is amber and gold in the horizon, just like beautifully above the tree line. Not like un- unsure if it's sunset or sunrise yet. And you can see the portal behind you just as well as you could from the other side. And you can see Felwyn Forest from there. See, it's totally fine. No terrible monsters, I think. I mean, they might just be invisible like the last one. Nah, Chesapeake will find them if it's that case, right? Yeah, but, like, if there's invisible monsters back there, then, like, this place probably isn't worse. Um, You know, both are scary. Um, So it seems like Felwind Forest, you said? No, it's not Felwind Forest, for sure. Oh, not. Yeah. Um... Well, time's a ticking. Uh, I'm gonna, I guess, walk around a little bit, not very far, and like say hello. Can I, I'm gonna do a arcana or um, a nature check to see if, like, does this look like Earth, quote unquote? Yalzar. Uh, Yalzar? Does this look like Yalzar? Does this look like our realm? No, no, it doesn't. No, <laughs> no. the The wildlife is different. The trees are more fey like. Uh, quickly, you see, there's like a like a small vermin nuzzles up and begins to like rub itself against your ankle playfully. Uh, hello, little guy. Can you speak? It shakes its head. But you can understand me? It nods once. Uh, I'm going to put my hand down to let it sniff my hand. It does and climbs onto it. Um, I'm going to ask it if uh, it's okay that we're here. It seems excited to answer with a series of rapid nods as it sort of nuzzles into your palm. I'm going to uh, pet it. It purrs, but not quite like a cat. So what does it look like? It's mostly possum-ish. It seems different than a regular possum, but that's like what its general body type looks like. But it's other than that completely alien to you. Sure. Um... Okay. Um, Stepping through weird portals, picking up weird creatures. Hey guys, I made a friend. <laughs> and this one doesn't talk. This is way better than the last strange animal we found. Um. God. <laughs> um. So I'm I'm just gonna ask it like which way we should go. It shakes its head. Like no, don't go. Is it dangerous? 
shakes its head even more excitedly. Like, shakes its head yes or shakes its head no? Shakes its head no. Wait. Well, it shouldn't go anywhere, but it's not dangerous. I'm confused, little bud. If it's not dangerous, why can't we go? It, like, seems to be struggling to articulate to you with body language an answer to that question. But it instead sort of perks up and, like, turns away from you and, like, produces a sound. If only somebody could speak to animals. Yeah, that, that would be nice, wouldn't it? And it sort of lo- let looses like a small trill of sound from its mouth. It almost sounds like a like a loon. Huh. Um, I have I I cast uh, tongues on myself. Okay. Um, it allows me to uh, understand and speak all languages. Okay. Uh, I say. You can, hear can I... you hear its trill basically translate into here. They're here. New people. Hi, can you understand me now? It nods. Okay. Um, I'm going to ask who it's talking to. Friends. My friends. They're coming. Will they be mad that we're here? No, no. Very happy. Um, all right. I'm going to have something for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this guy seems friendly. Why not trust him? I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell. Um, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell my companions that uh, something's coming. But my friend here, I'm gonna call him. What should I name him? Ted. Uh, Ted says uh, that they're friendly. Okay. I'm going to ask who his friends are. Many, many friends. All kinds of friends of Ted. Well, I guess I should have asked you your name now that we can speak. Ted is best name could have had ever. Thank you. I will be Ted. Oh, that's so sweet. Um, I'm... Okay, uh, we'll wait for your friends then. They're close, right? Almost immediately, you can hear songs and instruments being played in the distance. And Ted seems to sort of bounce around in your palm. Um, are your friends the Fae? Is that where we are? Jake said, no, not Fae. No, no Fae here. Fae whimsy, weird, sometimes mean. So who are your friends then, if they're not Faye? Oh, we who live here don't know word for it. Okay. Um, what do your friends like? Maybe we can give them a gift. You all, you all, our greatest gift. But they're not going to eat us, right? No, no, never, ever. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell them. I was like, he says they're not gonna eat us. I promise. <laughs> I'm gonna lean down and talk to Chesapeake for a moment. Mm-hmm. And be like, wow, can you believe 
that Vala can talk to weird furry animals? Like, how long has she been able to do that, do you think? Chesapeake shrugs the only way <laughs> a crab can. Um, I don't, I, I don't think I can speak to animals, though. I think it's, like, only intelligent creatures. Correct. Not that, not that Chesapeake is not intelligent. Listen, she has ex- her own that, unique... Except that she's not. <laughs> she's, like, explicitly not an intelligent animal. Nope, she's she just is, more perceptive than me. She's a beautiful, intelligent crab, living her best crab life. Yep. And it's a pretty no, good but life. from my perspective, you're holding, like, a strange possum cat thing and, like, talking to it and clearly having a conversation that I don't understand. Right. Yeah. It's, it's at about this point where uh, dozens of sh- humanoid-ish people begin to break the tree line across the glade from you all. All right. As soon as I see them, I'd like to do an arcana check to see if I recognize these beings from any kind of lore or stories. Give me a religion check. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, I don't see religion on here. Oh, yeah, it totally is there. Uh, I got a five, so... They're not within your realm of knowledge. Cool, cool, cool. But they seem to be a series of, like, tuba-like trumpeteers, and the tuba seem to be made out of giant flower petals. Um... You know, there's a slew of them that that are banging on like small percussions, and it's just like a parade almost to, coming towards you. And amongst this parade is a what are those called? Uh, like a throne that's carried it starts with a P, a palanquin. Mm-hmm. Ooh, nice, nice. I was gonna say litter. Yeah, I was gonna say litter, but palanquin is like way fancier. Yeah. Um, except it's sort of front is open and you can see a very like sultanly looking man sitting on a relatively modest throne who is smoking a almost comedically ornate pipe uh, and is being fed um, weird fruits. Um, how far away are they? How close are they? Let's call them a couple hundred feet. Um, okay. And these aren't people. They don't look like humans or elves or dwarves or dragon. They, you, they, they're almost more akin to like a weird Mr. Potato Head kind of looking thing. Huh. Like they're weird bell-shaped bodies with stubby little legs and their features are homunculus in nature. Like their ears are much larger and they have sort of exaggerated mouths, but like kind of normal sized eyes and nose. Uh, sounds super cool. Can't wait to write about it. Um, <laughs> so when they come like close-ish, I'm going to, uh, I don't know, give like a little, a little bow, just like a formality thing and say, um, uh, you know, 
uh, greetings. Um, I, I know not, you know, where I am, uh, but um, we mean uh, no harm. We're simply um, uh, explorers that uh, stumbled onto a uh, a portal to this uh, realm. Um, do you know where we are? Oh, and I'm going to introduce myself and say my name and the name of my companions because I feel like we forget to do that too. Mm -hmm. So you all, you know, sort of wait for the procession to get close enough. Vala makes those introductions and asks those questions during which the palaquin is set down. The sort of sultan-like figure sort of steps out and uh, raises his somewhat normal-sized arms out wide as his heavy robe sort of has these huge sleeves that drape down to the ground. His voice is warbled, uh, but otherwise somewhat normal. Oh, yes, it is so wonderful for you all to come to our world. Please fetch the wine and food. And at that order, uh, dozens of people set down their instruments and produce tables and chairs for a feast out of nowhere. Um, some musicians continue to play and sort of array themselves in a pleasurable stereo type scenario. And um, <clears throat> oh, sorry, go ahead. The Sultan welcomes you all to come and eat and says, please, you may know me as Thelamun. You are in part of my domain within the first dead world. Um, what does the first dead world mean? Can I do, is that something I would just know or should I do a check for that? Uh, it's something that you can make a check for. All right. Uh, what kind of check? Uh, religion. Okay, religion again. Um, or you time... can just make a knowledge check if you want. Which is just like base end. Okay, um, I got an 18. Okay, so you recall something now. You realize with that name of where you are that there are three known dead realms that are adjacent to Yalzar. Wait, wait, wait. Known dead realms or known dead realms? Hmm. Oh, three known dead realms. Okay. And they are, by the some rare times that they are explored, they are all fascinated with the world of the living, Yalzar. And each realm is personified with essentially a great, powerful feeling towards the living. The second dead realm is malice and hatred. And any living being that goes to the second dead realm is vehemently murdered and destroyed of their life essence. So much so that even the air itself slowly kills you. 
The third dead realm is uh, a realm of beings that lust after the living and want to take part of their aliveness and make it a part of them. Generally through copious sexual activity to the point of death. Hmm. But you forget what the first one's all about. Oh. Um. Well, I'm super fascinated by these. Um. These instruments, and so um, I'm going to uh, thank the uh, Sultan for. Uh, welcoming us to his realm and um, I I don't have any gifts that I could give but I'm going to thank him and say uh, I have uh, no gifts I can offer unfortunately um, except a earth uh, song a Yowzar song Okay. Um. The Sultan seems giddy as he sort of like bridges his fingers in anticipation and says, Oh, oh, but first you must enjoy our presence for you all. Your uh, attendance to my halls are more of a present than I could ever have asked or dreamt for. Please. Enjoy our fruit and the bounty of our domain. Um, that seems suspicious. Does anybody else want to do a check, Margaret? Mm. I don't know. Last time I ate food and drink from somebody I didn't know. Didn't go real well for me. <laughs> Can I do a survival check to see if that food, um, like you, know, is good for me or if not? Yes. Seventeen. Um, the I mean, it's not food you've ever seen before, but. From what you can discern of it, it seems like untampered with. Hmm. I want to know if their if their wine is good. Their wine. I drank it. Yeah. It's... <laughs> I wait and see what happens. Uh, the wine dances on your tongue in flavor between sweet and dry, almost as if willing to switch to whichever your taste buds find more palatable. And rests upon the answer. It is some of the most finest wine you've ever dined on. I look to Karak and I'm like, is it good? It's too good. <laughs> All right. Um, <clears throat> uh, I too will uh, 
have some of this wine, you, you got to live. got to live a little. Uh, and um, after I take a couple sips, I'll begin my song. Every member of the beings that live here cease whatever they're doing to stop and listen to your song. And they seem to almost like sit on the ground before you like a bunch of kindergartners that you're reading a book to in awe of your performance. I want to sing a song about some of I I want to sing uh, the song of our adventures. Okay. uh, Make a performance check. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, performance, performance. All right, I got a 15. Okay, so they're enraptured. I mean, even the Sultan has found himself sitting back on his throne, nibbling at one of the weird fruits and just watching your performance. All of the people here seem to be completely absorbed in what you're doing. And when the song is over, they cheer and roar and scream your praises of how wonderful that was. They're like hugging it. It's like a beautiful Woodstock performance. And uh, some of them even begin to bow and like praise before you. Um, I give a uh, flourishing bow. And I, uh, I ask to um, see some of their instruments and, uh, you know, talk to some of their musicians to uh, learn the ways of their music. Okay. What do the, re- what do the rest of you do? Not I, eat. <laughs> I guess nothing bad happened to them. So I'll, I'll eat and drink and Gross. That was unnecessary, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> what? It he posted in the Paradise Notes. Oh Jesus. <laughs> God, why? <laughs> That's almost as bad as the realistic Lego man. Yeah, that one's that's pretty bad. Uh, but yeah, I'll I'll eat and drink some of the wine and yeah, know. it's delightful. Whew. Um. So. So this is the the first dead realm you don't know that right or yeah he did say that yeah you know that yeah so are are all of you dead they all that listen to you which is many sort of nod and go you know you hear a few yes yes we we have all passed so you used to live on yelzar yes not in this form, but... Okay, okay. Huh. Well... Is... Do 
Do you like being here? Oh, especially when people from Yalzar arrive. But, like, we can still see the portal from where we are, right? No. No. Uh. (laughs) Well, I was going to say you all could just go through there and see all kinds of people from Yalzar, but, uh, where? I didn't think we moved that far from the portal. You didn't. Oh, shit. Uh, what happened to our way back? They seem to be all shoulders. They don't have an answer for you. And over where the portal was, there's just like a large slab of stone that's being chiseled down. Uh, Wait, that is being chiseled down, like yes. actively? Yes. By people? Well, by them, yes. Or not people? Um, I'm... You can't just go telling everybody that they're people, alright? Not everyone is. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say, like, ask my my little uh, companion, Ted, um, <clears throat> why they're uh, chiseling that stone. For you. Uh, what do you mean for us? To make... St- statue of you all. Um, was the stone there before? Was that like part of the entrance or something? You guys did not notice the stone arrive. Okay. That's impressive. Oh, that's very generous. That's impressive that none of us noticed. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it's not impressive that I didn't notice, but the rest of you <laughs> uh, so I mean this is really nice but we kind of have a lot of stuff that we're supposed to do but there's no need to leave we, we could give you everything you could ever need here well I mean, you could, but, like, at some point I want to see my family again and probably not see them here. Like, that's going to be waiting a long time. Uh, A couple of them seem to begin panicking about how you're all going to leave. Um... Uh, guys, I got nothing. I don't know. <laughs> so, wait, they're panicking about us leaving? Yes. It's true. Sadly, we must um, be departing soon. It has been um, an immeasurable pleasure uh, getting to know you and perform with you, but... Uh, we must be getting back. Um, more of them, maybe several dozen of them are getting to like wail and cry and panic that you're all going to be leaving. And then some of them seem to be turning aggressive 
when it's <clears throat> it's okay um we have uh the chest and we can come back uh again uh don't worry and i can come back with more song for i'm just a uh, you know i i am a pretty good bard but i am just starting off my career First, we must go on more adventures so I can come up with more, um, even more spectacular songs to perform for you. I just noticed in the notes that Leonara said that everyone got 50 gold. That's bad math. <laughs> everyone gets 40 gold. But. It's a commendable try, though. Um change that total yep so uh, so they begin to surround you all and you notice that some of them begin to like rip one of their own hands off and reveal a bladed weapon underneath so i can i i would like to uh give my little speech again but this time um i would like to use persuasion okay Um, that is a 23, 23. Um, so some of them seem to become disheartened and, you know, step away. But at this time, the Sultan stands up because a lot of them are still uh, like trying to threaten you all with the surrounding maneuver. He stands up and he stamps one of his feet very loudly and goes, please, my friends and servants, those of the first dead realm would never dare raise a hand to the living. We are of our realm, not the second dead realm. Please, lower your weapons and take your knees to the ground. I will speak and bid farewell to our recent arrivals. And with that, he sort of sort of makes a gesture to, like, calm down. And all of his servants and members sort of, without question, take a knee and lower their heads. And he sort of beckons you all to him. Okay. All right. Go on up. Right. See what's going on. He sort of steps out the palanquin and uh, bows his head and says, Please, you must forgive those of my domain. We long for the presence of the living. It is within us to never see you go. Yet, it would be against our own needs to leave this realm if we were to, well, go against our own natures. So, please, make your way home before the portal closes. Um... I'm going to uh, bow to him and uh, say a most gracious thank you. 
Yeah. Uh, thank you for for letting us go. Uh, we're we're sorry to have to to leave so soon, but we we do have a lot of work to do, and um, maybe maybe we'll be able to find a way back again to visit. If you are a lucky young man, you will never return here. Okay. <laughs> I assume you all go to leave. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Alright. You all sort of close over half the distance, and then you hear, um, what's the word? Uh, a skirmish. And you. Whoever who does anybody look behind you to the sound? Yeah. Okay. No, I learned my lesson the last time you asked this question. Yeah, I'll turn to look this time. Uh, those who look see several of the people of this realm have descended upon and have butchered the king. Oh, I God. run faster. <laughs> they turn their hand weapons, ding tish towards you all and yell to have you all brought back so you may they may bask in your life force for all eternity Mm. there are now 80 or more of these beings chasing your party oh Uh, hmm. well how about that um how far do we have to how much ground do we have to cover not very far. The only thing between you and the portal is this large slab of stone. Okay. Uh, well, uh, just go around the stone. Alright. The two chisel workers push the stone over. Does everyone get out of the way? <laughs> yeah. Dex saves. Okay. Um, also, I'm so not into this. So I'm going to um, <clears throat> activate my um, my radiant soul ability, okay. and uh, well, I have a faster moving speed yeah. when I fly. No, absolutely. I just see you just like fuck this and just sprout <laughs> wings. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, I also rolled a nat twenty. Okay. <laughs> I rolled a twelve, and I'm super hurting already. Sixteen. Uh... Uh, five. Oh no. <laughs> uh, so everyone except for Kairok is able to get out of the way of this Prometheus style hazard. Um, it crushes your leg. Ow. And you take 35 points of damage. Ow. I'm, I'm down. Alright, you guys here get out of the way. But hear an audible squawk crunch with the thud and see Kairok unconscious. Part of his leg is trapped underneath the slab of stone. Oh, oh Nalos, if you can uh, Nalos, if you can yeah. lift the stone, I can grab Kurak. Yeah, yeah. Uh I'll go ahead, go over and try and push the stone, have Chesapeake give me a hand. Okay. Make a strength um, I... save with advantage. Um, Bardic Inspiration. Okay. 
plus eight or uh, plus a d8 right okay that's 27 oh just enough you lucky fuckers (laughs) (laughs) i was like dc 25 i was like there's a chance these fuckers can get it but it's not a big chance you're like a mama that's like got a child from a car or something well, I had a 16 on the, the D20, and I was like, I don't know that I really need that bardic inspiration, but sure, let's throw that in there, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're able to push slash lift the stone enough for his foot to become unwedged enough for you to pull him out, but they are nearly upon you. Uh, Wall of water as like a, a dome right or not a dome but like a, a semicircle okay uh and between us and them right and what like i book it i'm booking it oh, who's carrying karak uh, i am or okay. or i was going to but yeah hold on i'm gonna jump onto chesapeake saddle and have her grab karak again okay and we're gonna we're gonna skitter put him in the crab poos yes <laughs> Instead of papoose. Yep. All right. You all clear through the portal. And just as the last one of you does, you see the portal closing in towards you, almost as if it's a mouth itself trying to keep you inside. And as it chomps close, the portal disappears. Uh, uh, I don't know how to fix him. Uh, uh, Vala? And any... Anything? Um, yeah, so I will uh, do healing hands. Oh, that's right. I forgot and that somewhere happened. Heal, uh, okay, that doesn't do much. That gives them seven hit points. Okay. Healing hands? Uh, yeah. Asamar racial racial oh, ability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I get a t- I, get, I can touch a creature and heal equal to your, my level. Okay. And then I'm. Do you have to be conscious to take a potion? No. I'm gonna. <laughs> you can like uh, feed him a potion, basically. Yeah, I'm gonna pour a uh, lesser healing potion. Okay. Uh, See, what is a lesser healing potion? 2d4 plus 2. I think they're just called standard healing potions in this. Standard. Okay. Alright, so that is 7. So 14 in total. Okay. Okay. So he's not dying anymore. Yep. Not actively dying. Um, and... First step. But he's still quite unconscious. From having his leg pretty much shattered. Got fucking thwomped, dude. (laughs) So, not to be selfish, but I am also kind of hurting. Is there anything you guys can do? Yes, hold on one sec.
Oh, I almost like pulled up a thwomp sound to like put in. But I was like, if I do this, Nintendo could uh, have my podcast taken down. <laughs> yep. They could. They might. <clears throat> All right. Or maybe they sponsor us. <laughs> Yeah, shout-outs to being sponsored by Nintendo? That'd be pretty sick. All right, so what do you all do now? Uh, okay, um... away from here? Yeah. <laughs> if we can, um... Fashion like a crude splint for Kurak's uh, leg and like just get the fuck out, I think. I mean, okay. probably. So, you guys fashion a rudimentary splint pretty easily. Does anyone have a healer's kit? I do. Yeah, so you use a charge of your healer's kit to sort of set his leg straight. Cool. Um,. Do we want to maybe transport him via Chesapeake, or I don't I don't know what's the best way to transport somebody with a broken leg? He, uh, he can sort of be on here. There's if I if I move my stuff around, he can kind of lay where I normally pile all of my belongings. Can we just say before we put some in the papoose? Yeah, but his leg is stuck straight. He can't really curl up and sit in the papoose like he normally. Oh, that's true. I mean, he's been magically healed. Like, I don't want to get too deep into like the health and H HP debate, but like, he doesn't technically have a broken leg anymore. Okay. Okay. Um. So, are we? Once we're on the road, I'm gonna play uh, "Song of Rest." Okay. And uh, for my my companion. All right. Oh, sweet. All right. Um. Uh, Leonara, you get uh six uh hit points back. Yeah. And correct gets five. Yeah. And uh, nobody else was wounded, right? Cool. Well, yeah. All right. So not you... today. <laughs> so you guys have the wand that uh, I assume you guys sort of like identify and play with. I do not have. I have the wand. I picked it up from the chest. Yeah, who has identify like identify like the spell? No one. No one? Nope. We just gotta mess around with it until we figure out what it does. I'm sure it'll be totally fine. Do you I'd like to do an arcana check on it? Sure. See if I can tell what like school of magic maybe. Sure. Oh, I got another natural twenty. I Okay. Killing it. Totally killing it. 
Yeah, on all these like, I guess the other one was kind of a combat spell. Mystery stick, mystery stick, what are you? Sorry, I gotta look up the... It'd be hilarious if it was like an identify spell and like, we're like, can't identify, <laughs> don't have that spell. Hilarious. Okay. Yeah, all right. One sec. <laughs> it is a transportation. Transportation? Uh, it's a spell of the transmutation school. Hmm. You can spell. You can tell that the wand, the wand still has about 10, maybe 11 charges left in it. Is it one of the wands that, like, refreshes? No. Those are rods. Oh, okay, right. Oh, man. All and right. In fact, with the natural 20, you were able to detail, to detail, to discern that it is a third level transmutation spell. Hmm. Cool. Oh, There's you know what? Some potent stuff. Chet or the Alchemist Brothers can probably help us figure out what this is. Yeah, I think so. Um, since there's only ten spells left, that seems pretty precious. I would hate on trying to figure out what it is. Mm-hmm. On third level, this is some fancy stuff. It's pretty neat. Who knows what it could do? Do love looting some graves. Huh. Um, See, this, that sounds bad when you say it that way. <laughs> <laughs> We avenged that guy's death. I'm sure he would want us to have That's true. I guess maybe. That's that's probably true. Well, we're not far from the capital now. In we can probably push on and make our way there. Yeah. Maybe Karak will wake up. Hopefully. Probably. I'm sure he'll be okay. Sleeps in bird. <laughs> Man, you didn't even want to go through that fucking portal. <laughs> <laughs> what did we learn? Nothing. We're probably going to make the same mistake again. That that was pretty cool, and I can't wait to brag about it. Can't wait to step through the next portal that just shows up out of nowhere. <laughs> what would have happened if I had actually put the ring on? You don't know, because you destroyed the ring to make that portal. Yeah. Um, Gone. Oh, I know. Forever. Reload your last save. And then... 
put the ring on instead. <laughs> anyway, so the next rest of the day is pretty non-plus. I mean, certainly nothing anywhere near as exciting as that to get to the cathedral, the cathedral, the capital city, and uh, the capital's portcullis and gate are nice and wide and. There's a new addition. There's a pair of statues holding glaives apo- across the threshold. A pair of tall, strong yak folk. Look a wow. lot like Pahokwi. They have both their horns? Yes. Oh, can't be Pahokwi. Like it's so close, but nah, must be must be some other yak folk. Yeah. I can't wait to tell him that he missed this. He's gonna be so <laughs> mad. <laughs> In fact, you guys can tell him. That'll be great. Yeah. yeah. I'm like Loki a little jealous that he gets giant statues of himself. I mean he has his little statue he carries around. It's about to get better. Be patient. Right. Kind of his thing, yeah. So that's pretty cool. But as you all proceed through the capital, you see that there is a new statue along the way, right up before the sort of palace grounds, built into the ten or so foot, or I guess like twenty foot or so tall walls that gate off the the palace. Palatus? Why do I keep trying to say it that way? The palace grounds. There is a visage of each member of the party in trios on each side of the gate. Huh. So do, like, I look, do I look good? Do I look good? You look, it, all of you look fantastic. Awesome. Really, really captured your essences. Yeah. Cool. I'm like super happy about this. And each of your names are engraved into plaques at the base of each of the statue to let people know what these statues are, who they're of. Oh. Cool. Is is it just names or are there like descriptions? It's like fair titleization, like Pahokwi, whatever his last name is, of the northern tribes, and, you know, Karak, whatever other names you might have that you've given, I should say, Uh, you know, of the, wherever your home is. Nifty. Well, you're back on the palace grounds, and... You've been awake for a while now, Garak. Yeah. Why are we famous now? Because we are awesome heroes. The real question is, why weren't we famous before? This is amazing. (laughs) I think that Hoki would argue that we were, in fact, famous before. Well, we're famous now. I mean, that does that count for stuff? 
Like, yeah, totally. No, I'm not unhappy. I think this is great. Okay. So, where do you all go to first? Uh, the, the alchemist people. Okay. Yeah. You go to the alchemist brothers. They seem excited to see you. Hey, hey, hey guys. I got you a bottle of blue gross stuff. <laughs> Is it worth anything? Uh, one of the brothers sort of looks at it and like opens it and swirls it around and goes, huh, blue blood. Didn't think you'd be able to find it. Well, that's not... That's, that's not oh, the blue that's, blood that's that not the blue hurt. blood. Well, this is blue, and he, like, sticks his finger and, like, licks it. And it's blood. Neat. It's, it's not, it's not from the stuff. place that you wanted that, us to get it from. That was definitely that, not from a rich person. No. That, that was that, from a weird leech creature? Yeah. Huh. It's from a gross leech thing that was gross and invisible. It was a bad time. Yeah. Um, but I do have your blue blood from a rich person. Um, oh. and I'll get out the fourth thing. Uh, some, some people from the, the Lipusono family, they're, they're a bunch of Thrykeens. Um, they filled this up for me. They said, don't open it or it won't be blue anymore. <laughs> and the two brothers begin to laugh and like concordance with one another. Uh, and they go, well, that's because... <laughs> Don't worry about it. Give it here. Yep. I'll hand it over. He opens it and looks in and goes, yep, that's blue blood. And he closes it and they put it away and goes, oh, well, so you're such good sports about it. We'll absolutely get you something. In fact, we'll turn this blue blood that you actually brought us into something fantastic. It should be ready in the morning. Come back then. Cool. Okay. Still no luck on finding a unicorn though. I'll keep I'll keep looking. Good but... luck. What now? Um I have a chore. Um if that's okay. Yeah, of course. Um so I don't know if you remember but last time we were here I borrowed 150 gold from the sisters, from Chet, really. Right. And I'm going to go return it. Okay. Um, so, I presume I know sort of where they're off. Oh, yeah, where you can find them. Yeah. And uh, uh, they... The sister you find thanks you and and lets you know that it means a lot to her that you will follow through on your debts. Of course. Not going to acknowledge any uh any irony there. <clears throat> right. And um I will just say uh that the resources aided in our and the success of our mission, and um, thank you for trusting us. Of course. If we didn't have to, by law of Chet, we still would. You have been proven to be admirable people. We hope uh, you like the statues. 
I love them. They're amazing. Um, when did they go up? Oh, in the past week. Most wonderful. I guess that means the chat's not mad at us anymore. Um, and I guess I'll ask her about an audience with Chet while we're here. See if she we nods can and goes, something. yes, he was expecting you all would arrive today. You could go and see him whenever you have the time. As long as it's before tomorrow. Okay. Um, do any of you guys want to do anything? I just need to talk to Chet. Um, I guess um, we have like rooms yeah. in in the palace. Yeah. So I think we've been on the road for a long time and we've got goo monsters exploded on us and stuff. So I think like a bath would be cool. You know, get presentable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, you guys easily can find yourselves like prettied up and tended to yeah. by willing hands and such. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Alright, that's what I do. Nope. Mm -hmm. Everyone is healed. I don't want to like bulldoze over anybody else's chores. Gotcha. Did anyone have anything else? Nope, I'm good. Just talk to Chet first, I guess. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. you guys Before all get tomorrow. healed. Um and relaxed and pampered for a little while and it's uh mid-afternoon when uh that's all done with so Woo. to the palace yeah. yeah to the palace all right you all march up to the palace the are welcomed in and you can see chet is sitting at uh his throne, and he seems to be reading a hefty tome that sits across his lap. Uh, what's reading? He looks up, closes the tome. It sort of levitates to the side of him, and he as he gets up and begins to walk down the stairs from his throne to the main floor. He goes, oh, oh, noth nothing of terrible importance. Merely a ledger of things that have happened recently, things that have been brought to my attention. <laughs> but I imagine that you are all here to tell me about what I've already read about, which is your success in Portland Vos, yes? Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. Tell me more of that. How did that go? You all were gone for a little while. Uh, mostly well. Yeah, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. No terrifying sea monsters. That was a plus. Ah. I think we got the job done, so we win. Yeah. Yes, I noticed I only received three signatures before the contract yeah. returned to me. Uh... Oh yeah. yeah. So the 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 elf family that was there, the um, uh, Florians. Yeah, the Florians. They uh, they uh, worshipped the Sunderer, uh, and 
were not very nice to us. So um, some of them are dead now. That's fine. Yeah. But everybody else there seemed pretty happy. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, they signed the contract. They're bound to me now. That's fine. Yeah. 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 So, we're coming up quickly. I mean, you all, you all have made some fantastic progress. Do you all happen to know which of the three settlements you would like to go to see left? The Thieves Settlement. Ah, uh, yes. How marvelous. Yes. I wouldn't necessarily call it a thieves' town, but... Well... They're hardly perfectly reputable people either. A scoundrel's village, perhaps? However it fancies upon you. <laughs> but I would speak kindly when you are in their grounds. Of course. Uh, is there anything that we should know before we go that way? Well, as I mentioned before about how Marvis, I suppose months ago now, uh... It is a place that governs itself in a very interesting fashion. It's very little actual law in Helmarvis. It's a bit of a respect-based system where everyone is kind as well as they can be, but evil is done when evil is did, as it were. Oh, that's not good. Well... Who am I to judge? I am here to lead. True. That's fair. Do they believe in the, uh, you know, an eye for an eye theory of uh, retribution? I know they believe in retribution, but I'm not exactly sure if eye for an eye is something that they've perchance oft said. Hmm. There seems to be an air about the majority of you here. Mm -hmm. Has something strange happened recently? Along the road, or was it at the port? Something strange always happens. It's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's every day. <laughs> every day. Well, let's uh, see. I mean, at the port, we, uh, we did have that stuff that you didn't like us having taken away. Um, you yes, know, I've noticed. No demigod things about anymore. Well, that's fantastic. Good decision. Um, but we did go to the first dead realm for a little bit this afternoon early morning last morning. evening last evening okay interesting it um it's not very good oh it's one of the few places that, well if you were to go to one of the dead realms it's probably the least intrusive they uh we might have caused a revolt did you try to leave? Yes. That'll do it. 
Yeah. The denizens of the first realm, of the first dead realm, well, they pine for your livelihood. Anyone from Yalzar that makes it to the first dead realm is like a golden calf to them. They they wish to pray and honor and prostrate before you. They wish to be seen and recognize you. They are envious of your life mm. and want to bask in it. It's like a drug for them, you see. And with enough of them doing that, their souls are redeemed and they can pass on to the afterlife. Oh. That is uh, something we did not know. We didn't understand the obsession with us. Oh, you shouldn't have done that for them if you did know. There's a reason why someone is reincarnated in the first or second or third dead realms. Their souls are wicked and corrupted. Oh. What, what happens when one of the dead people die in the dead realm? Well, they are either reborn in the dead realm again... Or sent to a less favorable place. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, incredibly. But even someone as myself, as powerful as you may think me to be, I don't oft leave Yalzar. The other planes are incredibly dangerous and rife with weird and fickle beings of immense power. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah, I don't think we will be heading back there anytime either. A wise decision. The fact that you all traipsed into the first dead realm and all seemed to be, well, alive, uh, well, I would say again, but still, is something to be appreciative of yeah. now we know you were right Karak we shouldn't have gone how did you go to the first dead realm if you don't mind me asking of course we just kind of walked right on in yes but you didn't walk into a tree and end up in the first dead realm. You just walked there. Uh, there was a <clears throat> portal we accidentally opened. Ah. I found a key. Did you? What did this key look like? Is uh, a ring of some kind? Hmm. Yeah. and got like pulverized by this chest that it went into. Do you have the chest? I don't know, do we? Unconscious. Uh, no, we did not. We just kind of divvied up the money. <laughs> hmm. No matter. The magic inside of that device was most likely consumed in the construction of the portal. We can uh, give you a rough approximation of where it can be found, if that would be of any help. Oh, there's no need for that. I probably have a good enough of idea of what it was. 
that you all don't need to worry about it. But if you happen to find a ring similar to that in the future, I'd like to lay my eyes upon it. Sure. If it is a ring that was used as a component to open a portal to another realm, that could have some very powerful and useful applications. What would have happened had the ring on? What? What would have happened had I put the ring on? Um, Lauren, we're hearing an echo from you. Uh... I don't know why nothing's changed. I can, I'll mute myself. No, you're good. Oh, yeah. No, thank you. I don't know. Without seeing the ring myself, I can't possibly tell you. Hmm. Was there anything else of magical note? Yes. Uh, some invisible thing. Um, yeah, but we killed that. It's dead body holding onto the chest. Uh, the chest. Uh, ooh, ooh, the wand. And I guess, you know, tell them all about the wand. Hmm, let me see. Uh, okay, give it to him. <laughs> he sort of looks it over and peers across it. and He goes, oh bit of a simple well yes here this shall serve you nicely this wand has the ability to cast the spell plant growth oh cool neat you may find that of use in your diplomatic adventures moving forward cool there's an aspect to that spell where if you spend a full day Casting the spell, instead of its regular effect, you can come up with something a little more, well, ecological. That sounds nice. Yes. You can basically guarantee at least one farm at a time to have a very bountiful harvest. And is easily one of the faster ways to coerce a township to our side. That is a very valuable tool to have on our side. Absolutely. Is there anything else that I can do for you all, other than, of course, prepare that contract that you will be taking to help Marvis? Uh, well, we, we met a guy named Roderick the Pitless... Did um, you? Yeah, uh, and I was asking him about magic, and he said I would probably be best to talk to you. Um, with that, uh, Chet sort of raises a hand. Um, a wall of black, sort of fiery energy s- shrouds a rectangle that encompasses him and Nalos alone okay um you see him step once and he's immediately in front of you and he looks at you and goes what did that halfling tell you 
well, he said that if I want to learn magic, I need to learn from somebody, and they'll probably have a book, and that hopefully they can tell me how to get a book. I see. Uh, but he figured you would be able to help me with that. Yes, I'd be honored. Is that all he spoke to you of? Uh, he said not to learn magic the way that he learned. Cause, and not to do magic like he does. Or it will be really bad. But that's, that's about it that I can remember at least. I don't, I don't think he really said much besides that. Very good. Oh, he did reach into my chest and he checked and I cannot just like, I don't just have magic in me. So I have to learn. Yes, I imagine so. Very well. I will pressure you about this no longer, but be careful around him. Should you see him again? He may not look it and he may not act it, but he is a very powerful entity. You got it, boss. Thank you. With that, he sort of reappears where he was before, and the sort of fiery black walls disappear. The rest of you didn't hear a word of that conversation. That was weird, but... You guys okay? You all just kind of vanished for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I haven't, haven't gone anywhere. Okay. Well, anybody else have stuff they want to talk to Chad about? Mm, I don't think so. All right. Well, then I think all we really need is uh, is that contract. I think we're going to head out tomorrow morning. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Chet says that he can have that prepared within the hour, and we'll have a copy of the contract sent to your room, uh, your chambers. Okay. And about you learning magic Nalos, I will have the proper literature sent to your dorm specifically thank you sir well if there's nothing else that I can do for you all then there's nothing else that I need of you all yep very good and with that he sort of turns to go back and sit in his throne All right. Well, we still have some time. What do y'all want to do now? Um. Well, I don't know. Hmm. We could see if. 
Alchemist Brothers or the Smith have anything cool that they'd like us to handle? Or anything cool for sale. That too? What do you think, Vala? Um, I don't have anything I want to do. Um... Yeah, I can't think of anything. All right. All right. <laughs> so, so, flash forwarding to the next morning. Uh, who wanted the contract? Uh, Leonardo, you normally carry it. Are you? Yeah, I'll take it. Okay. And in Nalos's room, there are two tomes. Uh, both somewhat sizable. Okay. One is completely blank, leather-bound book with a heavy buckle. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, the papyrus that makes up its pages are rather durable. Cool. The other book is a much simpler hardcover, or I guess suppose it's like a sort of soft cover. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh... And it simply says diary across the front. And it, the book itself seems to be a series of instructional pages about the way and mystery that magic works and what a somatic component to a spell is and what a verbal component is and how to incant and stuff like that. Seems okay. to be basically your, you know, baby's first wizard book. Magic for dummies. Yeah, basically. All right. So with that, it's the morning. Uh, you guys have everything except for the pickup from the Alchemist Brothers. Yeah. And they offer you all a series of four blue viscous potions that are somewhat, like, uh, foggy. Like, if you shake it, it looks like there's silver in the liquid. Mm-hmm. And it sort of morphs around. And they tell you, wherever you throw these little bottles and the glass shatters, it will explode and disrupt magic in that area. Basically, it'll cast Dispel Magic. Whoa. In a That's little neat. ten-foot circle. That is gonna come in handy. Yeah. Yep. Um, I want to thank them and ask, uh, any other rare ingredients they'd like us to keep an eye out for. This sort of shrug, sort of shrug and say, well, say, well bring whatever bring you whatever. find. I'm sure Karak will not disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Hmm. Uh, you you guys have have made stuff for for us before, right? Yes. 
Do you have something you're particularly looking for? Well, I find that like when we do have fights, I kind of get hurt a good bit, but like I can't really afford any better armor. Is there like a uh, I don't know, like a, a tabard or a cloak or something like that I can throw over my armor that'll that'll help me out a little bit? In terms of deflecting blows or restoring uh, you? In terms of helping deflect blows, um, hmm. yes, we could find something. Ah, it would actually, hmm, 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 brother. Yes, absolutely. Yes, we could do that, most assuredly. Uh, well, you could either purchase something that we have of that caliber. It would only be like three hundred gold coins or so, or uh, you, you you could give us. Um, do, 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 uh, if you could find us, uh, chetanous hide or, or plating, that would, that would be fantastic. Hmm. Well. I mean, maybe Chesapeake will molt soon. I don't, I don't know. No, 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 not from your crab. That would not do too thin. Oh, okay. All right. A thicker, a thicker hide than Chesapeake's. Yes, not 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 made of the same. Much, uh, uh, hmm, 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 hmm. Uh, 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 more sturdy. No offense, but like, like all, oh, like, oh, like, like, like armor. Something like actual armor. Okay. All right. Or 300 gold, we sell you cloak we have. Well, I don't have that much. Ask your friends. That's true. <laughs> It'd be really rude to take my friend's money. Says the guy that bankrupted himself for his friends. Yeah, uh... <laughs> I don't have that much money because I just paid. Um, I just paid uh, the, the sisters back. Sisters back, but if you want um, some money, that's okay. Yeah, well, I, I have one hundred and twenty. Like, you have one hundred and twenty. I can. I can do forty. I'll do forty. <sighs> we can always keep an eye out. Right, we, we, we can keep an eye out for stuff. We can keep an eye out. I'm sure there's other <laughs> like strange armored creatures in this forest. I mean, we couldn't even see that weird slug creature. Yeah. So, bye? Um, we don't really have the money yet. But we'll keep an eye out, and maybe after the next town, when we come back, we'll have the money. You know, uh, I'm sure our uh, our buddies uh, <laughs> who have just each recently received forty gold would be more than willing to contribute to uh, help our dear friend who who, who does normally uh, bake operate. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm mostly kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah so Queen, do you, do you yeah. have any money that she can give? Uh, Who? <laughs> he said Pahokwi. Oh. <laughs> nah, it's fine. We'll keep an eye out for stuff. Maybe we'll get some more money in the next town. If you guys have more errands to run, we could always do that. But we'll keep an eye out for stuff, and we can always go talk to the 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 smith. Maybe they have errands they need run. Okay. Do you guys go and talk to the smith? I would assume so. Yeah. After, you know, politely exiting conversation with the alchemist brothers. Right. Mm-hmm. Who took the four dispelling bombs? Um. I figured that just each of us got one. Oh, did you just figure that? I mean, oh, I feel like it'd be... Let's just take well, one. It was... It... It was Nalus's quest, but you just grabbed them all. I'll leave it to I'll, I'll give mine to somebody else. I'm not very good at throwing things. Get up close in the action. I mean, I'd like to have at least one of them on me. Pahokwi could probably do pretty pretty nicely to hold on to one as well. Yeah, because he's got Maybe. such an accurate throwing arm when he's in, enraged. Um, I, I want one. I'm often, you know, the one doing and investigating things or trying to unlock things. So I think that'd be helpful. Mm-hmm. That's true. We're thinking combat, but that's not necessarily the case. That's true. I don't know. We'll discuss it with the group, yeah. you know, while we're on the road. Uh, read yeah. that as like on the Facebook group. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you all set off towards how Marvis. Do oh, wait, you? All... I thought we were going to talk to the blacksmith. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Right. <laughs> yeah, you go to the blacksmith, and he greets you all and asks what he can do for you. Uh, well. We're kind of low on funds, and we like to help people out. So do you have any stuff that you need taken care of? He seems to ponder this at length and then goes, well, not, not much that I could think of, but if you find anything of interest, please bring it by. I can see maybe I can hammer it into a useful shape for you. Alrighty. We will keep an eye out. We tend to find weird stuff. Just not always useful stuff. And, uh, guess that's it. Are we going to start making our way? All right. So, do you all head, um, like east to south, or do you head west to south? West to south. Yeah, so it's a shorter path. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, also, hey, Crack, you've been marking off our long rests when you get a chance to read? Mm-hmm. I, okay. I was unconscious for one of them. Well, that... Oh, <laughs> you're right. That sucks. I'll <laughs> uh, take your extra five gold from your dragon gold. 
yeah, those extra five coins only exist when you rep when you two remember. So, yeah, so I'm just gonna obnoxiously save it every every time I remember. Yep. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, I know we said we play for longer, but 40 more minutes is longer than normal. I I'm out of content that I don't want to share with more of the party. So, you yeah. guys heading off to Halmarvis is where we'll go ahead and end it tonight. Okay. Alrighty. So, as always, I've been your host and Dungeon Master Kenny. We had our druid. Hey, this is correct. Bye. Our fighter. Hey everyone, this has been Nick as Nalos. Thanks for listening. Our rogue. Hey, this is Elise. See you next time. And our bard. This is Lauren signing off. Good night, everybody. Bye.